You said you will be faithful and you will forgive me of all my sins. And, and I thank you right now, Father. I'm confessing this is what I did. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. I repent of it. Now forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. You said you would. And Father, I believe it and I receive it right now. Okay, guess what? Mm-hmm. That's the end of that. It's over with. Now you go and speak to that mountain in your body that's moving there and do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now you be removed from me because you must obey the name of Jesus Christ. Good morning, everyone. God bless you today, and welcome to Healing School. Today is going to be a powerful time again in this class. Now, the Bible said they came to hear and to be healed. So don't lose your focus. Don't lose your focus. Try not to be distracted around you. Let's see what the Lord will do for you today. All right? Good morning, Father. Good morning. Good morning. Praise God. Good morning. Now we are talking, we are still talking about these signs. And this is part three. Amen. And you're going to be blessed today. Praise the Lord. Well, just as a quick, a quick review, let's look at the signs that we're talking about. Because we've been saying it for the last two weeks, as soon as a man believes, these signs are to accompany him. And these are the four signs. In my name, they shall cast out demons. Number two, they shall speak with new tongues. Number three, they shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not in no wise hurt them. And number four, they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. Praise God. These are the signs that we're talking about. The word believer, when we say these signs shall follow believers, a believer is a believing one. And as soon as we are born again, we are planted into the kingdom of God. God planned that we should advertise the new creation by healing sick folks in the presence of the unsaved world. Amen? Jesus' entire ministry was a combat with the the, demonical forces, the demon forces that were on the earth. That's what his ministry was all about. And so the same is true of the church of God, and that's who we are. We are the body. We are the church. All diseases, all sicknesses, all pain and mm-hmm. trouble are sin, and it is a result, as we know, of the satanic hatred of the human race. That's I'll say right. that again. All disease, all sickness, all pain, all trouble, and all sin is a result of the satanic hatred of the human race. But he said, in my name, Jesus said, in my name, they shall cast out demons. So, yes. And we are to take, we are to take Jesus' place. That's what we do. We take his place. 
But in and of ourselves, Apostle, we can do nothing. And that's why we say in the name of Jesus, we can cast out demons. Mm-hmm. Amen. We're going out into the world and we're acting for him. We're acting like him. First John 3 and 8 says, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. We are to act for him today. John 14 and 12 says, greater works than these shall you do because I go unto my father. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the father may be glorified in the son. If you mm-hmm. ask anything in my name, that will I do. Praise God. Amen. So we looked at all of that in part one. And in part two, we, we did a review, uncovered the, those skills. So today we want to look at, go into part three. And let's start right here. And we're going to begin with let us see. So he's not talking about prayer here. He's not talking about prayer. He's talking about casting out demons, about healing the sick. He's talking about miracles. Amen. Whatsoever you shall demand in my name. That word ask means demand. The word A-S-K means demand. So whatever you shall demand, whatever you shall ask, you are demanding. You are demanding, as Peter did at the beautiful gate that morning, when he said to the impotent man, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Mm -hmm. Apostle, stop me whenever you're ready. The man was instantly healed. He was not a Christian. He had not accepted Christ. It is likely that the great multitudes who were healed, recorded in Acts 5, were made up of unsaved people. You see it? These were unsaved people. But what did he say? Where did the power come from? In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We got to make sure that we act in accordance with that name. Because it's the name that causes demons to flee. It's the name of Jesus that causes sickness to flee. It's the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, I prayed it over my own body this morning. You must pray it over your own body every morning. You must act in the name of Jesus and stand firmly as the word of God tells us to in Mark 11. He said, in the name of Jesus, you will speak to a mountain. The disciples over there in Mark 11 were excited because Jesus had spoken to a fig tree. Remember that? Yes, sure you do. In Mark 11, he cursed that fig tree because he he thought there was something on it to eat and there was nothing there. And it was the time of figs. And he said, no man, no man shall eat fruit from you hereafter forever. And the next day when they came back, and they saw the tree had withered away. And they were amazed. This is master. Look at this tree that you spoke to on yesterday. It is withered away. And Jesus went into that famous speech that we all know. He said, listen, have faith in God. If you have faith in God, see, that's the key right there. 
If you have faith in God, what was he telling them? If you have faith in my father, you can speak to a mountain, let alone a fig tree. You can speak to a mountain and it will also be removed. That's right. It will also. Now watch this now. Let me go into this a little bit. Now Jesus was there telling them this. But what we have to make sure that we do is say in the name of Jesus. When you speak to a mountain. Jesus didn't have to say in his own name because it was he standing there speaking to that tree. But when we speak, remember, we're taking on his ministry. We're continuing in his stead. We're acting according to the ministry of G in, 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 uh, the footprint, the footsteps of Jesus. We're continuing out what? Being what he was in the earth. He spoke to mountains. He spoke to trees. He spoke to everything. And child of God, he can do the same. But when yeah. we speak, we must say, in the name of Jesus. So mm -hmm. we will say to every sickness and every disease, it's what I do on a daily basis. You have to speak to your body. What is it that's, that's threatening you this morning? What is it that's come and taken up residency in you? Well, you know, you can say in the name of the Lord Jesus, all the pain that's in my back and the symptoms that's in my back, what the cause is. I speak to you in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I command you to be removed. See, that's what Mark 11 is saying. I command you to be removed. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. Say that in faith. Say that in faith and it mm -hmm. shall be removed. So he's yeah. saying here, ask, the word ask is the, is a demanding, it's a demand. So you're demanding that this thing moves because you are acting in his stead. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the man was instantly healed. He was not a Christian. He had not accepted Christ. It is likely that the whole multitude of them were unsaved people. You see that? So don't, don't get so caught up in the fact, well, you know, I'm not a Christian or, you know, I have, I've done so much wrong and I've done this. No, no, don't, don't, don't focus on that. We also have first Peter one and nine in our, in our, uh, book of of healing miracles and and resources what is what is that he said if we if you're worried about that you've done something and you think maybe it might hinder god from acting in your step and don't it won't but here's what you can do you act on first john you you go over there and you say father you say if i will confess my sin come on you said you will be faithful and you will forgive me of all my sin. And, and I thank you right now, Father. I'm confessing it. This is what I did. I'm sorry for that. I'm sorry for that. I repent of it. Now forgive me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. You said you would. And Father, I believe it and I receive it right now. Okay, guess what? Mm -hmm. That's the end of that. It's over with. Now you go and speak to that mountain in your body that's moving there and do it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now you be removed from me because you must obey the name of Jesus Christ. That's right. Are you, are you listening? And that's, that's how it works. Yes. That's what yes. we do. That's who you are. 
That's what you have available to you as, remember, in the beginning, in part one, we talked about that. Yeah. As soon as you become, as soon as a man believes, as soon as he receives Jesus as the Lord and as his Lord and Savior. Absolutely. God expects us, he expects us to cast out demons. What would you think that he is trying to hold that sickness on you? Do not allow it to happen, child of God. You don't have to do that. Don't allow it to happen. Amen? In the name of the Lord Jesus, take action mm -hmm. on that. Move mm -hmm. out. Ask. The mm -hmm. word ask means to demand. Come on in, Apostle. Yeah. Uh, now, this is, this is so powerful. And as, I, as we always say, pay attention to words here. Now, the Holy Spirit, when Jesus left this earth, the Holy Spirit was sent by the Father into this earth to take up the ministry of Jesus. He didn't come with a new ministry. The Holy Spirit did not come with a new ministry. He came to take on the ministry of Jesus. And he did. And he's here today doing the same. Now, mm -hmm. there's a scripture that says, come about the Holy Spirit, when he comes, when the spirit of truth is come, when the spirit of what? Of truth is come, mm -hmm. he will lead you. He will guide you, watch this, into all the what? The truth. truth. Now, what is he trying to get you to see here? What is he telling you? Yeah, that COVID-19 may be there, up on you. But you know what? It's not the truth. When he comes, the Holy Spirit, he is here, folks. He don't have to come. He's now here. When the spirit of truth is come, he will lead you. The Holy Spirit is called the spirit of truth. It said he will lead you and he will guide you into all truth. Let's put it this Amen. way. He will lead you out of sickness and disease. Yes, he will. He will guide you right out of all of that stuff into the what? The truth. Okay, so what's the truth? For a sick person, the truth is, Jesus said, by his stripes, you were healed. Amen. That's the truth. You were healed. Now, pay very close attention to words here. These tornadoes last weekend just did devastating things. Oh. Especially in Kentucky. You heard people say, well, that's an act of God. That is not an act of God. God is not doing that. That is the work of the devil and demons. 
Are you listening to me? Amen. That's exactly what that is. Now, Brother Elder, well, how do you know? St. John chapter 10 and verse 10. Talking about the devil. It says the thief come. He's the devil. The thief come to do what? Rob, steal, mm. kill, and destroy. Didn't you see that all week on the news? What happened last weekend? Isn't that what happened? Robbing, mm -hmm. killing, killing, destroying. God didn't destroy those people's property. He didn't take their life. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. That's the work of the devil and demons. And you need to know that. The truth will make you what? Breathe. Brothers and sisters, Jesus healed them all, the Bible said. Mm. These people you see being healed in the scripture, they were unborn again Jews for the most part. Thank and what God, did the scripture say about them? He said, he healed them all. He healed how many? He healed all of them. And guess what? He's still doing the same today. Mm -hmm. But do you believe him? See, these signs will follow the believer. Do you believe today? Mm -hmm. Do y'all see it? Come on. Healing will come to the believing one. Deliverance will come to the believing one. Is that you I'm talking about? It's spiritual, folks. It's not natural. When Jesus, you see in the scripture where he said by his stripes you were healed. Folks, that's not talking about physical stripes. That's talking about spiritual. See, if it was talking about physical stripes, by what the Roman soldiers did him, that would have brought your healing. But that's not what brought your healing. It was spiritual, not natural. Praise God. We're going to get into that some other time. But folks, listen. You don't have to wait to be healed. Your healing is already here. Mm -hmm. Receive it. Take it. Take it. It's yours today. The greatest Christmas present you can receive has been sent already. Jesus said, by his stripes, you were healed. The gift is Jesus. Hmm. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. That's a wonderful gift. Amen. That's a wonderful gift. Amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Well, let's look at our, some of our notes again. Praise God. Because that is so powerful, Apostle, what you just shared. 
Let's look at D. The majority of the healings in the book of Acts were healings of sick people who had not yet become believers. And that's what there we were talking go. about a few minutes ago. They had yeah. not yet become believers. And so that's why I share it with you. Uh, if you're thinking, uh, well, I messed up or whatever. No, it's not about that. The ministry of Jesus, the, it was a, it's a miracle. It's, it was miracles performed by people who were not yet saved. That's right. When you read Acts 5, verses 12 through 16, you know, you will see that. Practically, all of these people were unsaved Jews. Make a note yep. of that. Acts 5. Verses 12 through 16. They were all unsaved Jews. And again, in Acts chapter 8, verses 8 through 10, the power of God is again unveiled. Right there in Acts chapter 8, verses 8 through 10. All these miracles performed in Jesus' name were upon the unsaved world. The unsaved world. The church has missed it greatly. You know, they've, they've missed their greatest method of advertising. They've missed mm-hmm. it because this is what we should be advertising. God's method of advertising was through miracles. That's right. It was through, it was through the miracles of healing. And this is why you had so many people in these tents in the days of people like Oral Roberts. Remember that? In that, that 10,000 seat tent, tent that he had. Miracles were performed under that great tent. They brought the sick, the lamb. They brought people on stretchers. They brought the ambulance who were backing up to that tent, bringing people. It was called, uh, I don't forgot the name of it, but indol- the indolent AS tent. Yes. And, That's right. and these people couldn't walk. They couldn't talk. I mean, they could talk, but they couldn't walk. They could. Many of them were paralyzed. They were on uh, gurneys and stretchers, and they left, not the way they came, but the great miracles that were per, that were performed under that tent. Some people still remember those. That was great advertisement for the body of Christ, for the Word of God. Divine healing has a large ministry with the mm-hmm. unsaved world today. It really does. That's right. And and let me say this to you. Do not think that God is not in the healing business anymore, as some mm-hmm. have taught. What he did yesterday, he's doing today. Amen. How do we know that? He said his word would never change. It's here forever. What That's happens right. is, let me tell you what happens when you hear uh, uh, your pastor who you believe, your minister, and you should. I want to, I want you to hear me well when I say this. You should listen to your pastor. You should listen to your minister. You should listen to your shepherds and whoever God has placed you under. But let me tell you something. I want you to hear me good. Fasten your seatbelt. If your pastor, God bless him or her, whoever they are, because they're doing a great work, I'm sure. But let me say this. If they are teaching you that healing went away or was done away with the apostles, you don't have to believe that. That's right. Not only 
don't have to. You should not believe that. Because when you believe something like that, it's going to hinder you receiving the word that this ministry is trying to impart to you. You got to understand that. Because when we talk to you about healing, we're not just talking to you about our opinions and our feelings and our woulda, shoulda, coulda. No. When we come to you in this ministry, in Larry Elder Ministry, we show you for yourselves. We not only show you the word of God, we help you to study it by showing you different uh, methods of studying and ways to study the word. We spend time there and we share with you not just preaching, but we teach. This is a teaching ministry. That's our job. That's our calling to make sure that you still believe the word of God, that you still act like the, 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 all the the hospitals that were bringing all the sick people under that 10,000 seat tent of old Roberts. They believed it back then and that's how they walked out. Not they weren't indolent any longer. They walked out healed. They walked out delivered. They walked out, I'm telling you, just heal. This is why they call it miracles. That's right. Miracles are still happening today. But this is why Apostle started this message out. He said they came to hear, listen carefully, and be healed. Conjunction. Yes. Hear and be healed. You see, mm-hmm. when you hear someone tell you that you, you, you're not going to be healed because Jesus isn't healing anymore, you are not going to be healed because that is in your, that is something you've latched on to. That is something that you let infiltrate your spirit, your own hearing. And so you crippled your faith. You cannot be healed separate and apart from believing the gospel. Separate and apart from believing the word of God. Yeah. Are you listening to me? That's right. So am I preaching against your church? No, God forbid. But what I am telling you is, God said, I'll set before you life and death. I'll set before you light and darkness. I'll set before you the word, the truth. But you decide. You decide. Are you listening? You decide. And then he tells us what to decide, what to choose. He said, but you choose. He said, and choose life that you may live. Are you listening to me? You have a choice of what you believe. And if you dare to believe the gospel, why do you think all of the uh, the New Testament is written uh, in, in, in the tense of our believing? Mm-hmm. Why do you think that's the foundation that has been laid out in the New Testament? That's the foundation. And on that foundation, no man can, can build or change or take away. And that that's is right. what we are to believe, the gospel. Believe the gospel. It is written for your admonition. It's written for us. It's written for me. That's the difference between those who receive their healing and those who do not. Child of God, you must receive this word. When you begin to study the teaching ministry of Jesus Christ, you're going to find that's the way he taught. 
He said, yes. do you believe I'm able to do this? Why do you That's think right. he asked? Now, think about it. He's Jesus. He could have done anything. He's the son of God, right? Could have done anything he wanted to do. But no, it is not set up that way. It's not set up. This ministry of Jesus is founded upon the principles of what do you believe? Yes. And all those that believed him, he said, okay, then be it unto you even as you have believed. Rise and walk. That's right. Are you, are you listening to me? The woman with the issue of blood, where did he ask her? What did he tell her? Daughter, your faith, come on, has made you whole. Go and look it up. Go and read that for yourself. That's right. He didn't say, I have made you whole. Your faith has made you whole. I can't stress this enough to you listening to us this morning. Your faith is going to make you whole too. Let no man, no woman, no ministry hold you in the arena of believing that healing has went out with the apostles. Do not believe that. Especially when you can go into the scriptures yourself and read the word of God. First Peter 2.24. What does it say? What does it say? You have to get these scriptures embedded in your own spirit. You must get these words of Jesus Christ founded in your own heart, rooted in your own heart. And no man will be able to take that away from you. You have to get to the place where you act just like Abraham. The Bible says mm -hmm. Abraham was what, Apostle? He was fully persuaded. He was fully persuaded. Amen? What does First mm -hmm. Peter 2.24 say? It says, who his own self, and we're talking about Jesus Christ, he bare your sins in his own body on the tree. You know he did that. I know he did that. See, we believe that part, don't we? Because this is how we got saved. You believe that's how you got saved. He believed he, he bare your sins. He bore your sins and my sins in his own body on the tree. We both believe, all of us believe that. That's and right. then he goes on to say that we, who is he talking about? You and I, being dead to sin. Come on, now we're dead to sins because what? He took it away. Mm -hmm. Now right. he says we should live. Come on, keep, stay with me. We now live unto righteousness. How have you been made righteous? By the shed blood of Jesus Christ. We don't have That's any good. problems believing that. Do we? We don't have any no. problems believing that. We'll fight if someone tries to take that away from us. But now let's finish the verse. By whose stripes? Whose stripes? Who took stripes for you? Jesus Christ. That's right. Look what it says. By his stripes, ye, W-E-R-E, -E, were healed. The That's last right. time I looked, W-E-R-E -E is past him. Absolutely. Ye were healed. Child of God, you have to begin to understand the scriptures. Sure, you were healed. You see, but we don't talk about that as much as we talk about salvation. No, you're going to believe that you're saved. No one can tell you or convince you that you're not saved. I couldn't convince you of that. I wouldn't even try. So no. why would you let someone convince you that by the stripes of Jesus, you are not healed? 
Let me tell you what's going on with that. Because so many people have not received their healing, they try to explain it away. You know, well, you know, maybe healing doesn't happen anymore. Maybe this, maybe that. No, don't let those maybes crowd your your spirit man. You cast that foolishness down. The Bible says in, in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, you are to cast down every imagination and every high thing that is exalting itself against the word of God. You are to bring captive every thought to the word of God. Are you listening to me? That's a thought that's going against the word of God, that you were not healed by the stripes of Jesus. You saw it for yourself. But what happens is when it doesn't happen in our bodies, when it doesn't manifest, we try to explain it away by saying things like, well, maybe he's not healing anymore. No, let me tell you what's wrong. Let me tell you what's wrong with that. Why some get healed and some do not. Because our faith is weak. Our faith, Mm -hmm. as it relates to believing what we read about the word of God, has been weakened by people who are teaching such idiot. I mean, just totally ignorant things about the healing of Jesus Christ. You will not hear anybody teach that, well, maybe, you know, you know, some people can can get saved and some cannot. No, you're not going to hear that. They're convinced this is how you get here. This is how we got saved. Romans 10 tells us, Romans tells us, if you will confess the Lord Jesus Christ with your mouth and believe, see, even faith is attached there and believe in your heart that God did raise him from the dead. The Bible says you are saved. That's it in a nutshell. And you, it didn't matter whether it happened 50 years ago or whether it happened two days ago. You are convinced that when you opened your mouth and you confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, some of you with tears in your eyes, and you asked him to come into your life, you asked him to take your life and do with it what he will, you confessed the Lord Jesus Christ, and you said, now I'm saved. You know what? Your pastor couldn't make you doubt that. No. Why are you letting someone make you doubt that he also, by his stripes that he took on his body on that cross, you're healed? Why are you letting someone convince you of that? The problem, the missing element is your faith. Mm -hmm. Get your faith Mm -hmm. strong. Get your faith built up again. The Bible says faith cometh by what? Hearing? Hearing. And hearing what? By the word of God. the word of God. Go over into the New Testament. Get all the healing scriptures you can get your hands on. Get a healing notebook like we've suggested many times. Write the healing scriptures in your healing notebook. Rehearse them in the mirror if you have to. Speak them to your body. You're going to be surprised what's going to start happening in your body. It doesn't happen overnight. Remember? Child of God, you must build yourselves up on your most holy faith. What? Praying and speaking the word of God over your body. Mm -hmm. And then the light will shine. But don't let anyone convince you that healing is done away with the apostles. Show me that in the scriptures. The next time someone tries to make you believe that, just ask the question. You're not... 
You're not being you're not being disrespectful. Just ask them, oh, could you could you show me where that is? And if you find it, show it to me, please, because I'm telling you, it is not there. And you, child of God, should not believe anything that is not written in the Bible. You shouldn't believe anything that's not written in the word of God. Amen? So do not let people uh, cripple your faith that way. When you hear things that go against the word of God, the Bible tells us what to do with those things that are not written in the scriptures. In, In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and verse 5, he tells you what to do. You want to go over there and look at that? Amen? Yeah, let's run over there and look at it. Second Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5. Look at what it says. Casting down imagination. Come on. Mm-hmm. Words spoken cause you to imagine things. Casting right. down imagination. And every high thing that exalted itself against, see that? Against the knowledge. What is the knowledge? It's the word of God. And bringing into captivity, what? Some thoughts? No, child of God. Every thought. Every thought. So when they're putting those thoughts in your head that Jesus doesn't heal anymore, you know, he's on vacation, or that dispensation dispensation is over and you missed it or you're because you're bad he's not going to heal you heal you listen cast all those things down and bring yeah. them into obedience of Christ to the obedience of Christ what's the obedience of Christ his word you you have to say no I'm not going to believe that. I'm going to go and believe First Peter two twenty four, where where by His stripes I am healed. I was healed. Well, you know, you got to talk to yourself. If I was healed, then I am healed. I talk to myself. If I was mm-hmm. healed, then I am healed. Satan is a thief, but every person who believes not the gospel, he's finding that there's an open door there. Okay, we got a doubter in the room, guys. Let's work on this doubter. Yeah. You see what happens is you open a door. When you doubt the word of God, you're going to have to go without. If you doubt, you will go without. I promise you. Because Satan is going to make sure you go without. When you doubt in doubt of this word, you open a door. There's a little door open. There's a crack opening. And that's all he needs. And now he's in there doing a song and dance in your spirit, in your mind. And you're going to keep believing that. You're going to keep hearing that. He doesn't heal anymore. Or I've done something wrong. Or, you know, I'm not a candidate for healing. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. Stop those thoughts. The Bible says, is anything too hard for God? He's trying to convince you that your case is hopeless. The Bible says, There's nothing impossible for God. With God, all things are possible to him. Here we go again. To him that what, Apostle? Believe. That believe. To him that believe. Is that you? Is that you? Come on. Remember, we, we started talking about believers. I don't know about you guys. I pray God. I know you are. 
You wouldn't be on this line with us every Saturday morning if you are not a believer. I know you are a believer. But see, it's vitally important what, what we believe. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have to believe. How do you believe in him? You believe his word. You believe his word. You must believe his word, child of God. Luke chapter 1 and verse 37. Run over there with me. Luke chapter 1 and verse 37. And then we're going to look at Mark 9 and 23. But right now, look at Luke chapter 1 and verse 37. Come on. Because, see, this is the things that we should be looking at. This is what we should be basing our faith on. This is what we should be pouring into our, in our, in our vocabulary every day. Huh? These are the things that we should be saying to ourselves. Luke, come on, what did I say? One and what? 27. Are you there? Yes. Luke yes. one and what? I guess I need to catch up with you. You, you guys are there? Luke one and what? 27. Are you guys there? Are you looking at that? Amen. What does he say? Do you have it? Amen. Praise God. I want you to see it. I just want you to look at that. It says, for with God, Luke 1 and 37, it's 37. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. For with God, even what the doctors are saying. Oh, well, and that's good. Thank God for doctors. They know what they know, and they could take us as far as they can. But look at what the scripture says. But with God, come on, nothing shall be impossible. He knows a little bit more than the doctors know. Wouldn't you agree? When you agree, my father in the gospel, he used to tell us all the time when the doctors would say there's no hope, he would look at his you know, they look at one another and say, well, thank God we have what? Inside information. <laughs> yeah. We have inside information. Child of God, you have inside information. What is that inside information you have? For with God, nothing is impossible. And then over in Mark 9 and 23, did you run over there with us this morning? Sure. Again, Jesus said unto them, if. Look at that word. If is a big word. You know why he said if? Because he knew some of us cannot. Some of us are so caught up in our own thinking. So he says, if you can believe. Mm -hmm. Child of God, I pray that you believe what you're hearing this morning. He said, if you can believe, then what? Then are all things possible unto him that believeth. I won't let anyone speak anything in my hearing that is not in the word of God. You might speak it. When I find out that it is in scripture, I'll cast that thing down. I'll go and do what 2 Corinthians 10 is telling me to do. I'll cast that down. See, we, we are believers, but we must also be active believers. We have to do the scriptures. We have to do the word of God. Let no man steal your healing from you. What Jesus died to provide, you should be walking in it every day. He died to provide not just your salvation, but also your deliverance, your healing. You saw that in First Peter this morning. Yeah. 
we want to accept the first part of First Peter. Oh, thank you, Father. Yes, he died. You know, by stripes I'm healed. Uh, I mean, uh, he he took my sin. He took my sins in his own body. We want to believe that. But, but why don't we believe by his stripes we're healed? It's a That's process, right. child of God. You have to keep saying it and keep believing it, and it will manifest. Amen. Yes, it will. Yeah. He's not. He's not a liar. You can believe the scriptures. Absolutely. Yes, you can. The Bible says it's light to those that find them. And it's health to all of their flesh. That word health means medicine. The word of God is medicine to all of your flesh. But you must believe. Oh, my God. We must believe. And let's finish out. Uh, we're getting ready to close, but I want to look at that too. Also in your notes, Apostle, in, in E, it says, Christ was a miracle. Himself, he was a miracle. Christianity yes. is Christ living in men today. Now that's a mouthful right there. Christianity is Christ living in men today. You see, mm-hmm. I've never heard anything like that. Well, you know, Apostle and I have made this uh, statement to you many times. If we can't show it to you in the scriptures, we're not going to talk about it. But that's the great mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. He said, you don't have to tell any man. Apostle's going to pull those scriptures for us in a minute. I know he will. Christ in us, the hope of glory. And he said, you don't have to tell any man, know, that, know me, tell that one, know me. He said, because I'm going to live in them. I'm going to walk in them. I'm going to be, I'm going to live on the inside. Me and my son, we're going to come and make our abode in you. That's mm-hmm. the mystery of Christianity. Christ living in men today. If you're saved, listening to us out there, and I know you are, we've already established that, Christ is living on the inside of you. Yes. Yes, he is. Colossians 1.27. Christ in Absolutely. The hope of glory. He's in the Colossians 1.27. Christ in you, in me, in each of us. The hope of glory. Yes. Amen. And so... If, if we can settle on that, if we can believe that, you know your life is going to change. It changed my life. It really did. When I was a very, very young woman in my early 20s, that scripture, what Apostle just read, changed. I revolutionized my life. I used to smoke cigarettes. And when I found out that Christ was living inside of me, Oh, child of God, I couldn't do that any longer. I couldn't put anything inside this temple that was going to devour the temple. What? He's living in me? Well, cigarettes had to go. Are you yeah. listening to me? Your life, it, it does something to you when you come into the realization that the almighty God is living. You know, that's what he's saying. You're not going to have to tell this man and that man, tell this one and that one to know me. He said, they will all know me. Apostle could probably pull that one for us as well. They will all know me because I will live in them. I will walk in them. I'll make my 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 son and I will make our board in them. 
guys, that was a revelation in itself. And it cha- it revolutionized this little girl's heart, mind, life, everything. When I was very young, when those things, those scriptures became a reality to me. Because I was not taught that in my Baptist church. I was not made aware of those things. You see, when you realize what the gospel is, what the word of God is, and what Jesus' life was all about, why his earthly ministry was needed, why did he die for us? Child of God, it will. It will be a defining moment to you even as it was to me. I had to get rid of those things. I didn't want anything to defile this temple. The temple is you. He's living in you. Well, if he's living in you, oh my God, is anything impossible for you? Of course not. But you must believe. You must act on it. The scripture says, stir up the gift that's in us. Stir up yes. those gifts. Begin to walk according to the word of God. The, the incarnation and the new birth are both of God. Both are miracles. Answered prayer is miracle is a miracle. Yeah. When prayer does not produce a miracle, it is because what? Empty words. Yes. Say it again. That's right. When prayer does not produce miracles, it is because of empty words. Empty words. Again, everything we're talking about, the foundation of everything we're we're talking about, is built up on the foundation of faith. Child of God, you must believe the gospel. Remember, they came to hear and be healed. Why why do we have to hear? Because you cannot have faith for anything you, you don't know. If you don't know the word, you can't have faith for it. God said to us earlier on, he said, my people are are failing because they don't understand. Some of them know the scriptures and just quoting the scriptures is empty words. You must mix those words with what? Faith. That's right. Because when we're, when when you're in faith, your healing isn't that, I mean, it, it's on the way. You can believe it. And then having done all to stand, just stand there. Don't let anyone bring you back into the, the world of doubting God's word, the, the arena of doubting God's word. Let no one, let no man deceive you again. Once having coming into the knowledge of the truth, let no man deceive you again. It doesn't matter who it is. Be it my mother, cousin, brother, sister, uncle, niece, nephew, pastor, it doesn't matter who it is. Once I come into the knowledge of the truth, I'm like Abraham. I am rooted and grounded. I am you know, you can't you can't convince me otherwise because I believe the gospel. I believe the scriptures. I believe the word of God. I believe what Jesus died to provide. It's for me to walk in today. What mm-hmm. about you? Amen. Amen. So don't let your confession of the word of God just be empty words, not mixed with faith. And let me say this to you. If you don't believe it yet... Wait a while. Just keep reading it to yourself. Keep letting it turn over in your spirit every day. Meditate on it. That's what Joshua was telling us. He said, this book of the law, you shall what? 
meditate in it. How long? When? Day. Come on. And night. You Come on, Bible scholars. You know the scriptures. Meditate in it day and night. That you may what? Observe to do it. And he says, mm-hmm. then you're going to make your way what? Prosperous. Prosper. And then you're going to have what? Good success. Good See, success. So now once you have meditated this word, like we've given you scriptures today, once you have meditated on First Peter 2.24, then it's becoming real and real, or even though it's not a word, more realer, <laughs> it's becoming I mean, apparent that you believe in this. You, it's becoming, you know, it's growing bigger and bigger in your spirit, man. It's getting becoming a force. It's becoming a real force. You, you know, you, you're becoming bold about it now. You're growing to the point where you, I man, I believed it. Now is the time to make your confession. Are you listening? Now That's you right. step out by faith and you confess. And this is what you're going to sound like. Father, I thank you. Jesus, yes, his own self, Jesus Christ, bore my sin in his own body on the tree as on an altar. He offered himself on it as, as for me, for me. Call your name for Helen Elder. And by his stripes, I was healed then, and I am healed today. Thank you, Father. That's a confession that's filled with faith. Well, amen. That's a confession that's filled with faith. Don't let it be empty words. Empty words sound like this. Uh, uh, the scripture says, uh, who is on self, Jesus Christ. He bare my sins in his own body on the tree and on an altar. He offered himself on it. You know, that I, my dying, cease to exist to sin and live unto righteousness by stripes. I was healed. See, you're asking a question. You, you're saying, well, the scripture said that. Well, that's what the scriptures say. You know, I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. That's empty words. Don't even approach God's word that way. Those are empty words. That's not mixed with faith. Did you catch that? That's right. That's Those right. are empty words. Didn't have any faith in it at all. When you have faith in God's word, I'm telling you, you're dogmatic. You're going to attack this thing. You're going to speak it in faith. And you're going to put the devil on the run. And you're going to sense something changing from the inside out. Because let me say this. Healing starts on the inside. Mm-hmm. Healing starts from the inside out. So don't be concerned if you don't see anything happening immediately. Healing starts from the inside out. The minute yeah. you speak those words in faith over your body. It's a rumbling taking taking place down in there. I'm telling you, it's a it's a fight going on down in there. Yeah, but don't ever go back on that confession. Don't ever say, "Well, I missed it. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't. I uh, didn't do this. Or I didn't." Don't ever speak that way again. Just stand now. Just stand there. Because those were powerful words. You got in faith about it. You spoke it in faith. You believe it. That's what Jesus told his disciples over in Mark 11. He said, boys, y'all having a fit over that tree that I cursed? He said, do you know if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you will speak to a mountain and tell it to be removed and it will move. It will move. 
It will move. That's right. What was he telling them? It's all about your faith. So, child of God, don't believe God. Don't blame God if you if nothing is happening in your world, if nothing is happening in your body, if nothing is happening in your workplace, if nothing is happening on your job, if nothing is happening. Don't blame God. Go back and say, well, it's got to be me. i got to make sure my faith is intact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Empty words. Empty words. No, the yeah. honor of God. Fill them up with faith. Amen? Sure, you can do it. I know you can. Don't All condemn right. yourself, you know. Don't condemn yourself. You know what to do now. Confession always go ahead of feeling. I'm going to say that again. Confession always goes ahead of feeling. That's Don't good. watch symptoms. Don't watch symptoms. Watch the word. Amen? That's right. Act on the word. Be a doer of the word. Amen. Amen. And it's going to work for you. It's going to work for you. I pray that you got blessed today. All right. And these signs will follow you if you do just that.